All right, well, hey, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us on today's session. We're gonna be all talking all about Google Ads and most importantly, really how to leverage pay-per-click advertising um, and paid media to generate more leads, more sales, and more opportunity for your specifically for your plumbing, HVAC, electrical, home services business. And you know, this is part of our digital dominance method, right? The, the big picture of how to maximize your lead flow through the internet from a great website that's built to convert to you know good on-page ranked website that ranks organically for the most important keywords to everything from buying leads to running Facebook ads and doing Facebook advertising. Uh, we've been covering that. We covered it in our 2020 internet marketing plan session, looking at the big picture. And today we're just gonna go really, really focused on item number two, which is all around uh, paid search, right? Tapping into the power of, of pay-per-click advertising and, and things like that. So I'm just gonna ask real quick a little bit of housekeeping before we get started. I'm gonna ask for your undivided attention. Go ahead and turn off your cell phone, turn off Facebook if you've got it running in another tab. And if you're, you're serious about doubling or tripling the, the leads that you get via the internet, this next 60 to 90 minutes could really be critical for you. So you decided to be here live and in person. Let's give this our undivided attention. The other thing I'm gonna ask is let's make this interactive. So as I you know, kind of ask for feedback from you or ask for you to type something in chat, just join me in the chat so that we can make this an interactive process, right? We're here live, we might as well make the most of it. So with that, that being the case, just throw a one in chat, or if you're watching this on Facebook, give me a, a like and a this sounds great or something, just so I know that I'm not speaking into the monitor uh, all by myself. All right, so a bunch of ones coming in. What's up, Jane? Great to have you with me here today. One, 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 yes, sounds good, fantastic. Okay, cool. So here's what we're gonna cover on today's session. Uh, we're gonna be really talking about why PPC is key to unlimited scalability in terms of the lead flow for your plumbing, HVAC, or home services business. Um, I'm gonna show live examples. I think that's the best way to learn. I think it's the best way to, um, you know, to see what's real and what's not. So I'm gonna show real examples of PPC campaigns generating between five and 15 time return on investment for other plumbing and HVAC contractors across the country. Uh, and then I'm gonna really unpack for you the structure that makes those campaigns work. So what needs to be going on in the background in terms of your ad groups and your landing pages and your, you know, the optimization of those campaigns to generate those types of results in a consistent way that can be scaled up as you grow, as you need to add additional technicians and trucks and as you need to take things to the next level. And then we're gonna talk about the most important um, KPIs, the things you should be tracking um, in order to make sure if you're on track, if you're off track, because if you know what your KPIs are and you know what you're optimizing for, then you can make tweaks as needed and or you can confidently say, okay, I'm ready to add another truck where I've got another technician that's gonna be coming on in the next six to 12 months. Um, let's figure out how we can ratchet the results up so we can consistently and reliability, reliably grow our business. So I'd love to hear from you guys in comments. Does that sound good? If we can cover these four key elements on today's session, would that be a win? Just put win in comments. If, if we can unpack why PPC is so important, we can unpack some real live examples and we can really show you a structure that you can make sure you're using. All right, so Dan says win, Tim says win, Stephanie says win. Okay, so we got some wins coming in. 
Christina says, win. Awesome. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you interacting with me today. Um, and if you stick around to the end, I do have some, some ethical bribes where I like to give you a reason to stick around. So I'm going to share with you guys the, the ultimate plumbing and HVAC online marketing checklist, which is really just a checklist you can look at to see, you know, in a real quick snapshot, what needs improvement and what maybe you should focus on next in your online marketing strategy. I'm going to share the, the most commonly searched plumbing and HVAC keywords with you and this visual of the online dominance method. So if you stick around to the end, I'll, I'll kind of share with you how to access those, uh, those resources. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this, uh, but you know, who am I, Josh Nelson, and why should you even listen to what I have to say? Um, well, I, I'm the author of the Complete Guide to Internet Marketing for Plumbing and HVAC Contractors, How to Triple Your Sales by Getting Your Internet Marketing Right. I'm an active member of PHCC, QSC, ACCA. I've spoken at a lot of the, the industry events on topics about internet marketing and generating more leads and sales. Uh, my articles have been published in Plumbing and Mechanical, Contractor Magazine, HVAC Insider. Um, we are Google certified partners. Um, as of now, we're managing over $4 million per year in Google AdWords spend specifically for plumbing, HVAC, and home service contractors. So we've got a lot of data. We spend a lot of money and our clients rely on us to make sure that those dollars come back in a positive return on investment. Uh, so what I'm going to share with you isn't based on hypothesis. It's not based on some book that I read somewhere. This is based on real world, what we're doing with other plumbing, HVAC, home services companies just like yours and the results that they've gotten as a function of, of really getting their internet marketing, specifically their pay-per-click campaigns, dialed in. Uh, so here's just a couple of pictures with, 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 with some of our happy plumbing, HVAC, home service companies that we work with across the, the country. And I will say this is what we do. Um, in our company, Plumbing and HVAC SEO, we're on a mission to help 1,000 plumbing and HVAC companies triple their sales over the next five years. Um, this is what we do all day, day in and day out. We run these campaigns, we manage these strategies, and obviously we love the opportunity, if you're not already a client of ours, to, to talk about how we might be able to work together, how we can help you generate better results online. So if at any point as we're doing this, you think, you know what, this sounds great. Why don't I just hire these guys? Why don't I just have them look at my pay-per-click and look for opportunities? Just ping me in chat. Christian is on the chat with us. So if you say, hey, I'd like to schedule a chat or a time to talk or have you guys review our stuff, uh, he'll reach out to you and you'll get something on the calendar and we can at least look at the possibilities of putting our team to work for you. So that's my plug. The rest of this is going to be all content centric. Um, but obviously, this is this is what we do and love the opportunity to talk with you about how we can help you generate better results online. So before we start, right, the, the first question you should always ask is, is this even important, right? Should I even be thinking about running pay-per-click as part of my internet marketing strategy? There's so many different ways to market my, my plumbing, HVAC, home service business. Right? Can I just do organic? Can I just do SEO? Can I just plug into local service ads? Uh, maybe could I just maybe run radio ads? And so the answer in my mind is absolutely you should. Right? If you look at the overall internet marketing strategy, um, it's number two on our list. Right? I think really having a great website that's built to convert and making sure that your website ranks organically, that's where your highest quality leads come from. That's where you can really you know, get a lot of momentum. Uh, but after that, the next thing you want to be doing is local service ads, right? Taking advantage of the Google Guaranteed Program and, and capitalizing on Google paid search, 
right? Especially in home services because at the end of the day, it's very directional driven, right? When someone needs a plumbing company, when someone needs an HVAC contractor, when something's not working right with your electrical, that's when they start thinking about you. They're not like throughout the day on Facebook thinking, oh, I can't wait to bump into a, a plumbing or HVAC company. But when they do need it, the first thing they do is go to Google and they run a search, right? We know that almost 97% of consumers are looking at the internet in some form or fashion when they need home services. And so you wanna be showing up all the places that your customers look and you, you know, the Google AdWords, Google Ads is really the one of the best ways to capitalize on that ready to buy customer in your market. So here are just some, some reasons I really think internet market, pay-per-click should be part of your overall internet marketing strategy. Uh, the first is that it lets you show up quickly. Like if you compare, if you compare Google ads and pay-per-click advertising to organic, you know, an organic strategy is great. Set up a website, write content, build links and authority. Over time, your website will rank. You don't have to pay every time somebody clicks, but there's a gestation period to that, right? If I set up a great website or make some changes on page to your website today, it might take two to three months or longer for that to show an impact in where you rank. And when it comes to SEO, if you're not ranking in the top five results, it really doesn't even blip on the radar in terms of the number of leads that are generated. So it could take you know six to nine months of really aggressive effort into an SEO strategy before it starts to bear fruit. Now, on the flip side to that with pay-per-click, we can set up an ad, a Google Ads campaign, we can set up some landing pages, we can start bidding on keywords and start showing up where your customers are looking you know, almost immediately, like within 24 to 48 hours. It takes a little bit longer if we want to structure it. We talk about how to structure it right on today's call. But the fact is, it's quick, right? And it can start to generate traffic. It can start to generate calls. It can start to generate leads almost instantaneously. The other reason in my mind is it really gives you the opportunity to show up in all of the places where your customers are looking. Like in last month's session, we talked about the new SEO formula. And I talked about why SEO is so important. And I talked about the fact that, you know, still more than 50% of people click on the organic listings when they're searching. They click on the map and the, on the organic listing results below that. But that doesn't mean we shouldn't want to show up in the paid results as well. We shouldn't want to show up in the Google local service ads. It doesn't mean we shouldn't want to show up in Angie's List and on Yelp where that shows up. We want to show up in all of the places that our customers are looking. And really the, the three places to grab real estate in the exact moment your customer is looking to call, looking to book a service, like looking to solve a problem is local service ads, pay-per-click, and then the organic listings, right? So we definitely don't want to miss out on that massive piece of real estate that's very prominent in search. It also gives us the opportunity, Google, you know, Google ads specifically, to show up for some keywords we might not show up for organically, right? Even with the best paper uh, SEO strategy in the world, you're not going to show up for everything, right? There are certain keywords that maybe without a geo modifier, you can't show up for. We're in, in pay-per-click, as long as they're searching within your, your service area and they type in a key term like drain cleaning or trenchless sewer replacement or water heater repair or indoor air quality system or air conditioning installation, 
you know, the things we want to make sure we show up for, as long as it's happening within our area, Google paid search gives us the opportunity to show up for those terms that we may not show up for otherwise. And to me, the, the, the other reason is it gives us unlimited scalability. It really gives us the ability to you know, just say, look, I'm spending $2,000 a month right now. I'm generating X amount of leads, which is generating X amount of, of you know, service calls and X amount of revenue. As long as that's positive, right? There's profitability. If there's more search volume to tap into, let's go get it, right? And so it gives you the ability to scale up. And believe it or not, no matter where you're at in your pay-per-click spend, let's say you're spending $5,000 per month. That might seem like a lot. It might seem like a little. In most of the major markets, across the United States, there are plumbing, HVAC, and home service companies spending north of $50,000 per month in pay-per-click. So if you're spending like 2,500 bucks a month and you're getting a solid ROI, there's a lot more search volume to be tapped into. So that's what I mean, it gives you a, it gives you a knob. You can say, okay, I'm ready to go hire another tech. Let's bump the budget to you know $5,500 a month and really just make sure we're tracking our metrics because that's the key, and we're going to talk about those specific metrics. But if we know we're going to increase by 500, and that's going to generate you know 1,700 dollars in additional revenue, then we can we can gradually make that investment and know that it makes financial sense. So absolutely, I think it should be part of your internet marketing strategy. These are the reasons why. We'd love to just hear from you real quick in comments. You know, does that make sense to you? You know, is there anything here that you'd like me to elaborate on, or just tell me, yep. I'm with you. It makes sense. I get it. You're right. These are all good, rational explanations for why pay-per-click should be part of the overall strategy. Makes plenty of sense to me. All good. Yes, absolutely. Perfect. Okay. So the next thing I want to talk a little bit about is why most pay-per-click campaigns fail. Because as I talk with plumbing, HVAC, home service companies, most of you have been the, through the gauntlet as it relates to internet marketing, especially as it relates to pay-per-click advertising. You were sold, look, you spend the money, you're gonna get lots of phone calls and lots of leads. You've tried all of the companies from Reach Local to Scorpion to Yodel and everything in between. And in a lot of cases, you feel like you spent the money and it just didn't come back to you the way that it was supposed to. It didn't come back to you with a really noticeable return on investment. In some cases, it didn't come back to you at all. It was like you just put money out into a vacuum. But you saw the clicks go away. You saw the money come out of the account. But the leads and especially the revenue just weren't there. Just post in comments if any of you have experienced this at some level in your, in your course of running internet marketing advertising for your, for your business. Yeah, yes. You've experienced some level of that. Okay, okay, whoa. I was gonna bring this over. So, I mean, I'm not making this up. Like, you know, a vast majority of you guys have tried pay-per-click and you've had really negative experiences with it. And so I wanna talk a little bit about why, why that is and why some of these pay-per-click campaigns uh, wind up failing. First of it is, is a failure on whoever was running the campaign for you a failure to understand the AdWords or the Google Ads auction process and the complexity of your plumbing and HVAC business. You see, there's, I'm not going to go into super depth on this. I've done it in the past and realized it was just like not necessary. But the reality is there's, there's elements of quality score that drive how much you have to pay per click, 
you know, where you show up in the results, how much budget you have to put to, in order to get enough clicks to get enough calls, right? And so you have to make sure there's a lot of relevance between what somebody typed in and what they see in terms of the text ad when they run a search and then where they land on your website once they've clicked, right? And, and Google wants to serve a good experience. And so they want to see that somebody clicks on the ad, they stay there for a couple seconds and they take some type of action. And if that doesn't happen, you wind up with a lower quality score. And with a lower quality score, you have to pay a lot more for every click in order to remain in the top you know, couple of listings. And so most internet marketing agencies don't understand there's more to plumbing or HVAC than just the key term plumber or the key term plumbing or the key term AC repair or heating repair, right? And so they just think you're, you're a plumber. And so we're going to bid on the key terms relative to plumbing and we're going to land them on your homepage, right? I mean, this is really kind of, you know, historically what most companies have done, the bigger companies, especially, is they just look, okay, plumbing is just like any other company. We're going to pick all these terms and we're going to send it through. Well, the reality is there's over 17 ad groups relevant just within plumbing and another, another, I think it's like 19 within HVAC. And that's a whole different classification of terms. So when someone types in trenchless sewer repair, that's a completely different intent than if they typed in plumber, right? So that's just an example. And so if you didn't understand that and you weren't that granular with, okay, what are the keywords somebody might type in when they need trenchless sewer repair and serve a text ad that's relevant to that and then land them on a page that's specifically about trenchless sewer repair, clearly you're going to have a lower quality score. You're going to have a, a lower click-through rate. And what's going to happen is you're going to have lower conversion rates, which means you, you have a very low return on investment. Does that make sense? I, I mean, I don't want to talk too technical, but you know, at the, at the highest level, that's why a lot of these campaigns tend to fail. So the, 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 the company that set up your campaign maybe set up just one ad group, put all of the different keywords in it, and then sent everybody to one text ad, right? Whether it was plumbing or drain cleaning or water heaters or whatever in between, it was just basically a, a text ad that said, local plumber, ready to serve you, call us at this number, right? And then once they got to the page, there was no strategic offer. There was no strategic like conversion element. So even even the, the small amount of people that wound up seeing your ad, clicked on your ad, and then landed on your page, they weren't compelled to convert, right? Because there's very specific things we're going to pay attention to as we talk through this that can really improve, you know, each one of the aspects, the click-through rate on the campaign, the conversion rate on the page, and every single step along, along the way. So at the broadest level, if you're running all of your if you're running all of your ads and all of your pay-per-click traffic to like basically one ad group and it's all landing on your homepage, that's a recipe for failure in terms of your, your, your results for your pay-per-click campaign and your plumbing, HVAC, or home services business. So I'd like to hear, you know, just a couple of takeaways. Is there anything from that that stood out to you or that you feel like you might want to just kind of say, yep, I get it. I understand that. Any takeaways so far? As we as we press forward, Sonia says, "Still getting a grief with my pay-per-click campaigns." Adrian says, "Yes, it makes a lot of sense. Um, makes sense about having landing pages for each of the different services, and why if you didn't do that, that would hurt your your conversion rates. Good deal. So what I want to do now is I want to share some I want to share some case studies of 
pay-per-click campaigns generating a solid return on investment? Because the question is, I get it should be part of my strategy. I get I can kind of ratchet up my, my, my spend over time and I can generate more leads, but can it really generate a return on investment? So I want to share with you uh, Cardinal HVAC. They're a full service um, you know, air conditioning contractor. And this is, this is their website here. And this is their results from their, their internet marketing. So I just want to show you this from a high level. They spend about $12,000 a month in online advertising. So that's their management fees with us for SEO and for website management and for on-page optimization and all of that stuff, as well as their spend, which goes to Google, local, uh, to Google ads, right? And so for that $12,000, they generate about 936 leads per month. Now, this is HVAC specific. If you divide that out, their average cost per lead is about $12.82. Really good. I mean, really, really, that's, that's very, very manageable. How many of you would agree if you could get your leads in, in like less than $50 per month on a consistent basis for people that chose you that aren't going out to multiple contractors, you can monetize that. You can really, you can really scale to that. Great numbers. Love it. That would be great. Okay, cool. So, I mean, if you look at where this came from, about 223 came from organic. So that's their website ranking in the, in the non-paid listings. About 224 came from pay-per-click. So that's people clicking on the, on the Google local ads, which were uh, Google, um, Google ads, which we're talking about now. And then 387 came from, from Google Maps. And about 102 people filled out the forms on their website. So if we drill down and we say, okay, that's the overall strategy. How much of that went into pay-per-click advertising? About 9,000 of that went into Google Ads, right? Which generated specifically 224 leads just from the Google Ads campaign. So it came out to about an average of $40 per lead. Still really good. And the beauty of it is we can continue to ratchet that up. And if you look back, um, you know, when they were spending at about $5,000 per month, there was a proportionate level at about that $35 to $50 per lead range that we can controllably ratchet up and ratchet back down. So I just want to plug the numbers for you here because this is the question of, you know, can we really get ROI from pay-per-click advertising? So here's, here's how this boils down, right? If we had 224 leads and we have a conversion rate of about 40% of those leads to booked and dispatched jobs, which is about, about the average once you take out the spam calls and you take out the tire kickers, and you get the you know the, the people that actually wind up scheduling. That means we have about 59 booked and dispatched jobs. Now their average ticket's about 750. I would love to see that number a little bit higher. I'm sure if Joe Brady was on here, he'd say we'd love to see that a little higher as well. Um, but if you take 89 jobs, I want to look at my math here again. We take 89 jobs and we multiply it by 750. That's 67,000 dollars in revenue. Let's see if I can pull my calculator here. Well, I can't. So that's a projected ROI of about eight times, right? So through, through the online advertising, I think I've kind of pulled in two different metrics here. This is the right one up on top. Um, about, an, about an eight time return on investment. So I'm not going to show a ton. I'm not going to like beat a dead horse, but here's a company we work with in Miami called Falcon Plumbing. They're just a regular plumbing service contractor, residential and commercial. Most of the paid search focuses on, uh, on residential. Uh, total investment of about 6,282. 
uh, 440 leads generated across their entire internet marketing strategy, average about $14.28 per lead. Now, if we zoom just to the pay-per-click part of it, uh, about a little shy of $4,000 uh, $4, in pay-per-click spend, generated 237 leads for an average cost per lead from paid search for plumbing of about $16.21. So if we do the math, 237 leads times 40% conversion rate gives us about 94 booked jobs. Average ticket of 550, 94 jobs times 550 is $51,000 in revenue on a, um, on a uh, $3,800 spend is a 13 time return on investment. So I could, I could go through case study after case study after case study. These are the kind of metrics we look for. Like we wanna make sure that you're not just spending money in a vacuum. You wanna know how much do we spend? How many leads do we generate? How many jobs were booked? How much revenue was generated? And what's our ROI, right? Are we generating a tangible measurable return on our investment? And if so, then we can continue to ratchet it up. So any, any key insights from that? Looks like somebody wrote something. Okay, Christian posted. Homing saying he has a much lower conversion rate on PPC than organic. And that's, that's typically the case. You're gonna see a little bit lower uh, conversion rate just because the person that clicks a paid ad is gonna be maybe a little bit quicker shopper, right? They might not have searched through and read reviews. They might've just clicked and called and you know, they might be just, how much do you guys charge? Can you get someone out here today, right? We're usually the organic searcher is somebody that spent a little bit more time, did a little bit more due diligence, and maybe actually selected you intentionally. And that's what we want, right? At the end of the day, it would be great if all of your leads were somebody that selected you intentionally. Like if you put it on a, on a hierarchy, right? If you were just to buy leads from Home Advisor or a service like that, they didn't choose you at all. Your conversion rate on those is about as low as it gets. Now, if, you're good, if you've got a good CSR team or a good sales team that's following up with those leads, they could still work, right? If you move up the hierarchy just a little bit and you say, okay, somebody clicked on um, you know, home service ads or they clicked on a Google pay-per-click ad, they might not have done a lot of due diligence before they called. They landed on a landing page, they skimmed the text, they saw you were in their area, maybe you said a couple things that resonated with them and they called in. They've, they've got a problem, you're in their area, so that's, that's relatively good. Really, at the top of the hierarchy is somebody that, that did their due diligence, right? They ran a search. They looked at the companies that had the most reviews. They looked at your website. They kind of looked at your bio. They looked at your team. They saw like, it seemed like it really meshed with them. And they're not really as concerned about price. They're concerned about, do they trust you? Do they think you're going to do the right thing? Do they like you kind of like based on what they've seen online? Um, and so that's the top of the hierarchy. That Those are going to convert they're going to take the call and they're going to schedule it and they're going to um, pay a premium for your services. So, I mean, there, there absolutely is a hierarchy there in terms of how well you convert and kind of what the, what the ticket value is depending upon how they enter your world. So let's, let's unpack a little bit here how to structure your pay-per-click campaigns for, for maximum ROI. So the very first thing I wanna say is that conversion tracking is a must. And so when I say conversion tracking, I'm not necessarily just saying, how much did we spend in clicks? How many calls did we get? And what's our ROI? That's the minimum level of tracking. Conversion tracking is making sure that 
the, the conversions are pushed back to your Google Ads account so that you can see which one of the ads, which ones of the text ads or the ad groups actually generated the phone calls so that you can optimize around that, right? If you've got conversion tracking set up correctly in your, in your campaign or whoever's doing it for you has it set up correctly, you're at a massive advantage because you actually know out of the $5,000, which ones are generating calls, leads, and sales versus which ones are just generating clicks. Really important that you or the people running your campaigns have conversion tracking in place. The second thing is you have to make sure that you break your campaigns into smaller component groups. That way the keyword matches to the text ad and the text ad matches to the landing page. Right? When you do that, you're gonna have super high relevancy, super high conversion rates, and, and because of that, you'll actually be able to pay less per click while maintaining the top three positions, right? And I do recommend you wanna try and retain top three positions for the, the keywords that are highest conversion intent. You wanna make sure that you've got a really strong understanding of the keyword match types and that you don't neglect negative keywords. Like there's lots of keywords somebody might type in that would automatically mean that they're thinking something totally different. Like, so if someone were to type um, auto AC repair, auto, that means they're trying to fix the air conditioning in their car. That's completely different than if they typed in AC repair, right? And so you wanna think about, there's lots of terms like that, that if you combine something as simple as auto or careers or association, they're, they're typing your keyword, but they're thinking something totally different. Right? And if you're not paying attention to those negative keywords, you can wind up, we've seen churning out you know, 20 and 30% of the campaign budget on terms that for people that had no intention of calling or solving a, a plumbing, HVAC, or home services need. You want to make sure that you write compelling text ads that resonate with the customer right? and entice them to click on you versus the competition. Right, and this is something that we've spent a lot of time working on, but if you, if you think about it, most of the time you run a search, you're gonna see the same vanilla text ads across the board. Same day service, click here now, you know, here to serve you. If you can write something different that really speaks more to your target avatar, you can stand out on the search results, right? And by doing so, you're gonna get a higher click-through rate, and again, that leads to better quality scores, that leads to better results with your pay-per-click campaign. You wanna leverage um, ad extensions. I'll, I'm gonna be showing visuals of this stuff, but ad extensions just make it so you take up more real estate and you can say more things in your, in your, in your ads. Really important is that you wanna make sure you're landing people that click on your paid ads on a solid, well-thought-out landing page that's optimized for conversion. This is one of the biggest mistakes we talked about at the beginning is taking all of your search and landing them on your homepage. It says, hey, we're, uh, we do plumbing, HVAC, we're available, call us now. That is a recipe for disaster because you're going to get people confused. They're going to click on your site. They're going to wind up clicking over here. They're going to wind up exiting the page. You lose conversion rate by doing that. Keeping them in a, and I'm going to show some examples of really well-optimized landing pages, keeping them on a simple landing page that has undivided purpose, that speaks directly to what they just typed in 
and having a specific call to action is going to massively improve your conversion rates. Like I've seen, and we do audits of this all the time, conversion rates average between five and 10% on, on pay-per-click campaigns for plumbing and HVAC contractors. Ours, because we've spent so much time split testing this, and we spent so much time really paying attention to these cues, convert somewhere between 30 and 40% on average. So that's a drastic difference, right? If you can dial in your landing pages and, and just choose to, to focus on conversion optimization right there, um, you know, you can take a failing campaign and turn it into a ROI positive campaign relatively quickly. You want to make sure that you're split testing on a consistent basis. Split testing the, the, the text ads that show up when someone searches in your, you know, based on your ad groups. And you want to make sure that you're split testing your landing pages version A, version B, which one converts better, which one gets more calls and conversions. And you have to constantly be uh, tweaking and fine tuning, right? We, we can never, ever set up a pay-per-click campaign. Say, okay, here's our keywords, here's our text ads, here's our landing pages, set it and forget it, right? Because it's constantly changing. New competitors are coming in, right? And, and bidding more aggressively, which can move you totally out of the top three. Um, Competitors that maybe were booked out for a little bit of time and, and are deciding that they want to grow, re-come into the market and they start to play around. So you have to constantly be looking at what's going on in the search results, what's going on with bids, what's going on with text ads, like are our text ads still standing out, and what's happening with our landing pages? Are they converting the way that they, the way that they should? So th you know, this is kind of the things you want to think about as you look at your pay-per-click campaign and look at how it should be, it should be structured. And again, the most important thing I talked about at the beginning is you should not be spending any money on pay-per-click advertising until you have conversion tracking in place, right? Because if you don't know, you could just be spending thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars and you can't quantify how much revenue came in, how many leads were generated. Um, and that's, that's literally not only will you potentially oh, it may or may not work out, you definitely will fail. Like you will lose money if you can't quantifiably see, here's what I spent, here's what my results were. If you don't know those numbers, you have to just stop what you're doing and take a little pause until you get that figured out. It's that important. It's, it's literally a guaranteed loss of return on investment if you don't know these metrics and you don't track these metrics really close. Does that make sense? Give me a like, yes. I get it, that makes sense or something. I've been talking for a little bit. I just wanna check in with you guys here uh, for, for a little bit. Absolutely, yes, yes. Okay, great, awesome. You're still, you're still with me, fantastic. So conversion tracking, yes, you wanna track calls, but that's only like kind of the first iteration. You need to know how many calls came in via organic versus pay-per-click. Right, and this is, can easily be done with dynamic number swapping. Most of the call tracking platforms now have this capability. So based on source, a different number comes up on your website. So if they got there from Google Maps, they would see an organic number. If they clicked on a pay-per-click ad, they would see a pay-per-click number, right? And so you wanna know what calls came from what source and be able to see that very easily within your platform. Beyond that, you also wanna have some type of dynamic keyword pool. So all a keyword pool does is it rotates enough numbers, so usually it's between six and 12 numbers for most plumbing and HVAC companies, that you can figure out which 
ad they clicked, which keyword they typed, generated a phone call, right? So this is dynamic number insertion. So what happens in this case is you, somebody types in your website or they type in a search and they get to your website and instead of seeing your pay-per-click number the same every time, you would literally see that pay-per-click number change almost any time you click on a paid search from a different IP address because that really gives you the ability to get the conversion tracking in place. What I find is at this point, most agencies that, that do internet marketing for plumbing, HVAC, home services, or in general, are doing call tracking. Like if we look at it as a pie chart, most of them are doing call tracking now. Yes, we need to know how many calls we generate for you. Only about 50% are doing dynamic call swapping, where you could say, okay, what came from SEO? What came from pay-per-click? And I'd say less than 10% have figured out really how to correctly track back to conversion with keyword number insertion. So you want to see, like, I would, I'm going to give you a list of questions to ask your whoever it is that's running your, your campaigns to see, like, are you guys doing this to the highest level possible to help us truly maximize the number of leads, the ROI, and the, the scalability of our campaigns? You want to track the forms. Some people are going to call in. Some people are going to fill out forms. Some people are going to start a chat, right? And chat is becoming more and more popular. You want to track that back to the, to the pay-per-click campaign. And again, you want to make sure that it's pulling in to your AdWords campaign or to your Google Ads campaign. So you can really figure out which, which groups are generating the best results. So let's talk a little bit about the KPIs, the key, key performance indicators, the things you want to look at. You know, if you, you know, there's books this long, you know, this thick about Google AdWords. I've read most of them and so, so has our team. But there's tons of metrics, click-through rates, time on page, um, click-through to the ad, keyword relevancy. What I want to share with you is the 80-20, right? The 20% of the indicators that you can pay attention to that would really drive 80% of the results. So the first, obviously, how much did we spend, right? What was our total spend during this period? Could be a week, could be a month, could be a quarter, could be a year. What's the, what's the total spend? What's the average cost per click? How much are we paying to get somebody to click onto our ad? What's our average cost per lead? And I'm mind boggled how often I talk to plumbing, HVAC, and home service contractors and they have no clue what their cost per lead is. Right? Because none of the internet marketing companies out there really give you this metric. Unless you take the initiative on your own to say, how much do we spend? How many leads do we generate? And kind of patch that together and then divide that by your spend and your management fee. You're so, totally flying blind. You're like, I don't, I don't really know. I know that we got X amount of clicks. I know that our, X, our average cost per click is X. I don't know whether that's good or bad. I'm going to share with you specific benchmarks that you should be holding your internet marketing providers to. Um, but you need to know. Right, whether they like we provide, obviously, here's what you spent, here's how many leads, here's what your average cost per lead was. But even if you're gonna continue where you're at, you have to know this number. So at least put it on a Google Sheet and run on a weekly or monthly like monthly basis. Here's how much we spent, here's how many leads I think we got from pay-per-click. Hopefully you know that number, and then divide that out so you know what your average cost per lead is. Really important to know that because if you're at like 150 to 200 dollars per lead, and your average ticket's only 500, and you've got overhead expense, 
Like, there's no way you can make money like that, right? You, you, there's got to be a certain level beyond which you can't spend more to generate a lead. And you need to know that. Otherwise, you're going to be, you know, maybe just shelling out money with nothing to show for it. So what we found within pay-per-click advertising, right? And this is different for, it's different for varying things. Um, it's different for Google local service ads. It's different for um, organic SEO. It's different for pay-per-click. But specifically for, for pay-per-click, and again, this is a range because Miami is going to be different than Los Angeles, which is going to be different than Tupelo, right? You know, depending upon population, depending upon density, de depending upon how many competitors there are. What we find is, you know, plumbing from pay-per-click is usually going to run somewhere between $35 and $55 per lead. Could be a little higher. Could be, could be a little bit lower. That's kind of a, a, a benchmark you want to be within. If you're spending significantly more than that, that could be a red flag. Um, HVAC between $55 and $80 per lead. It's kind of what we're seeing. Uh, electrical between $15 and $30 per lead. So these, you know, these are, are kind of some benchmarks. And if you'd like, I'll make sure to get this slide out to you afterwards so you kind of know what you're, what you're looking for. So we want to know, what was our spend? What was our average cost per click? What was our average cost per lead? And then what's our return on investment? Right, you have to know this. You have to at least have a projection of we spent two grand and we generated something, right? We generated six, we generated 10, or we generated 20. Is it helpful to have these, um, these benchmarks? Like give me a, a, like, yes, this is helpful or something. Um, and Christian, if you don't mind, pop it into chat, like these three numbers ranges. Rick says, hell yes. All right, that's what I like to hear. Good. Alan says, yes, absolutely helpful. Cost per lead, not, yeah, these are cost per lead, not cost per click. These are cost per lead. Yep. Uh, Jay's asking if chat is good for plumbing. Absolutely. Chat is really good for just about any industry, right? Your consumer has shifted to more of a, um, a messaging based modality. So if they had their choice to pick up the phone and call you or chat with you, they're going to choose chat. I would choose chat. As long as they believe there's a real person on the other side that can book the job or can solve the problem. Like if it's just a chat to collect your name, phone number, and email, eh, you know, that's going to be like, okay, I could have picked up the phone and actually solved my problem. But if you've got chat where somebody can talk, have an exchange, pick a time, get it booked, get a confirmation, get a reminder, you're cooking with grease. And we've got a great platform called Conversion Amp, which does all of that. Like it gives you the ability to two-way text message with your clients. Um, and we're seeing it have a massive impact. Um, that's not the topic of today's session, but if you want to learn more about Conversion Amp, reach out to me, post in chat. Conversion Amp, it's something we do standalone as well. So if you're, if you're, you know, maybe you've wanted to hire us in the past and we couldn't because we only work with one in each area, um, we could definitely show you Conversion Amp and, and have a big impact. So we talked about, we talked about the things you want to track, right? So it's really great to have a dashboard of some sort, like something, this is our dashboard, whether you do this on Google Sheets, which it can be done, you can export this to Google Sheets and, and like put these into columns. And at the most base level, you're manually entering on a monthly basis, you know, how much do we spend? How many leads do we get? To use a formula to divide, what's our average cost per lead, right? How much do we generate in revenue? Divide that by our spend and what's our return on investment? You should do that if you don't have access to this data. 
It's great to have it in a spreadsheet, in a, in a dashboard where you can just log in and see, okay, we spent four grand. We generated 137 leads. Average cost per lead was $33, right? And our, our report actually, I'll show you in a minute, actually helps you project your return on investment. So it's great if you can get some type of dashboard like this built for your online marketing strategy, especially as your pay-per-click, because pay-per-click, you're spending money and every click has to be held accountable. So, I mean, having a dashboard really helps to know these metrics. Even beyond that, I really love the idea of tracking the true return on investment, right? So a lot of tracking has to be, you know, again, if we look at it on the spectrum, you know, you'd like to know how much you spent and how many leads you got, right? Perfect In a perfect world, you know how many leads you got, how much was truly booked, and what's your, av- what's your actual return on investment. And then somewhere in the middle is to do a projection, right? A lot of ours is based on projection, based on the averages across our client base that track this stuff really well. So a projection is, well, if we generate this many leads, on average, the, this is the percent that book jobs, right? And the average ticket value is this much, and so if that's true, then your projected revenue and your projected ROI would be this. The next level beyond that is what you can do within Service Titan. Uh, I know Field Edge is moving towards this. And the way we do it for our clients that use Service Titan is just set ring two numbers. So our pay-per-click line will ring right into a Service Titan track number. And then assuming you use the platform correctly, you should be able to say, okay, this is how many leads we generated. This is how many jobs we booked. This is how much revenue we actually generated, right? So this is real data right out of this client's uh, dashboard where they had 100 leads, 95 were booked, 44 sales were generated, and they generated $78,000 in revenue from SEO. And then from pay-per-click, they had 58 leads, 50 jobs booked, 17 sales, and 24,000 in revenue. So just shy of $100,000 in revenue, right? And so if you're, if you're you know, looking to take things to the next level, I highly recommend Service Titan. Um, if you're you know, working with us, we can definitely help set up the ring twos to help you track this within Service Titan and get true down to the dollar return on investment data. So these are some of the ad groups you wanna break your campaigns into. Um, you know, you want to have a brand campaign. I'm not going to go to too, too, too deep on this. I'll share this slide with you. But you definitely want a brand campaign, which is somebody searching for your company name. So we've got Nixco plumbing on with us right now. Um, they're based in Mason, Ohio. It would be a shame if someone was typing in Nixco plumbing or Nixco in their service area and they weren't coming up in the paid search. Because here's the reality. Google doesn't really prevent someone from bidding on your term, right? So yes, you might dominate organically. You might come up first in the, in the organic listings. You might come up first in maps. But if you're not running search for your own company name, there's usually going to be a competitor that comes up right above you. So you want to be, you want to be bidding on that, right? Your relevance score, your click-through rate on a brand campaign is extremely high. Your average cost per click is very low. And it's just, you know, you're going to spend 3 to $5 a click to capitalize on the people that are actually looking for you. And it's it's a no-brainer to do that. Um, and then depending upon the services you provide, you want a general plumbing. So when they type in plumber, plumbing services, plumber in my area, right? you want a general campaign for that. And then you want specifics for like drain cleaning, hydrojetting, router services, right? Water heaters, water heater repair, water heater replacement. Um, you know, you could break 
each one of these into different groups within your AdWords campaigns. Um, and then what you want to do is have the keywords that go along with each and then a separate text ad that speaks to the specific thing that they typed in. If you guys want to take a screenshot of this, go ahead. Again, I'll, I'll send a, uh, I'll send these slides out because this is one of those presentations that has a lot of useful visuals. Um, but I mean, these are usually, and you, obviously if you don't do slag, slab link repair, you take that off the list, right? It's this just to help you flesh out. These are our different classifications of services. And so these are the ad groups we would want to set up within plumbing. And then you'd want to, you know, this is kind of how it look over here, right? You have your, your brand campaign, your geo campaign, which would be a campaign for all of the cities, right? So within Miami, you've got Miami proper, which is like the entire metropolitan area, but you've got little cities as well, like Kendall, Palmetto Bay, where I live, Pinecrest. And some people type the specific zip code or the specific city, Palmetto Bay plumber, plumber in Palmetto Bay. And if you can get granular with your campaigns, you can write a text ad for that particular search. You can bid on that particular version or that particular set of keywords, have a text ad that talks to Palmetto Bay, that speaks to the fact that you're in that area, you can get somebody out there same day. That really resonates well, it tends to, it takes a lot more work, but it's going to give you a much higher relevancy score, which again means a lower cost per click um, and, uh, and a, better, a better result. So, you know, this is kind of visually how it looks. So you want to have all of the different keywords relative to that. So if we look at drain cleaning as an example, right, you've got drain cleaning, drain repair, unclogged drain, drain clean, drain services, etc. So you want to get that specific with it. And you want to make sure you're paying attention to the keyword match types. Um, I'm not going to go into a big training on match types, but there's, there's broad match terms, which means if someone typed in like drain cleaning, Google's gonna like just say anything that might have anything to do with drain cleaning, they're gonna put you in the search results for that. Um, you wanna be very careful with broad match, which just mean it doesn't have a, a bracket or parentheses around it. And then you wanna write specific text ads to that, right? So if we're looking inside the drain clean campaign, you know, number one drain cleaning service, call Nixco today, right? You're a Mason and Cincinnati plumber, call us at, you know, et cetera. So you were very specifically talking to what they typed in. Did I hit back? So some ad groups within HVAC, again, brand campaign, AC repair, AC uh, replacement, heating repair, furnace repair. You wanna break this stuff up. Emergency, indoor air quality, if that's a priority for you, AC checkups, AC handlers, etc. So I think you can see like, it's not as simple as just saying, we're gonna run a plumbing campaign. We're gonna pick out all of the plumbing terms and probably miss a, a lion's share of the highest ticket services. And we're gonna bid on those terms and we're gonna land them on the homepage, right? To get this right, you have to get really granular with it, right? And a lot of our ROI from these campaigns come from not the obvious plumber or plumbing, but from the, the higher ticket thing that's very specific that the customer's looking for, right? Does that make sense? Is this helpful to kind of like look at this? I know you guys aren't gonna run pay-per-click campaigns, you know, for the most part. So you just need to understand enough about it to be able to talk to it and to be able to understand like, is this right? Like, are we, are we dialing this stuff in or are we just kind of just spending money randomly? Christina says yes, good, thank you very much.
All right, yes, yep, helpful. Thanks for going to detail. Perfect. Now it makes sense. Good. So we've got we got the broad match, which would look like this. It's just open without anything on it. We've got modified broad match. So it's like if it's got this combined with it, then show up for that. If you know phrase match, which means it has to have this exact phrase, whether the words before or after, or exact match. And I find you want to have a combination mostly of exact match, phrase match, and a little bit of modified broad match with, with care. And very little. Actually, there should probably be no broad match in your campaigns because that opens you up for you know all kinds of keywords that had nothing to do with what you were with what you were looking for. Sonia says, can we watch the recording after? Yes, absolutely. I'll have this recorded. I think I'm pretty sure I would be really disappointed if I didn't. Um, yeah, I turned on the recording. So I'll have it recorded and then I'll, I'll make sure you get the slides as well. And you want to make sure you pay attention to our negative. Like we have literally, I think it's like 750 negative keywords on our campaigns just to make sure we're not bringing up random things. So the, the example I used earlier was auto, um, et cetera, associations. You know, I've looked at campaigns where there was money spent, like not a small amount of money on you know, city plus plumbing licensing association. And like when you looked at it, you realized, wow, th those people weren't looking for plumbing. They were, that was a plumber looking for the licensing association board. And so like really paying attention and making sure you've negated those terms can have a really big impact on the, on the results of the campaign itself. So you want to make sure that you write compelling text ads. So here's some examples, right? You know, Make sure that you're using things that you know, kind of stand out on the page and, and make sure that you're leveraging um, ad extensions that make the, make the ad take up more space. So like as an example, you can just have a little ad like this where you can use all of the text extensions and really almost take up double the amount of real estate in the search results. So in some visuals here, how to make it stand out. Christina Gay, a little bit of, a little bit of uh, your stuff up on the screen. So I'll share these slides, kind of walks you through a little bit if you're actually doing some of this stuff yourself so you can see how it works. So you want to make sure you have well thought out landing pages that are built to convert. So we're not talking about just landing somebody on your homepage because the, the main thing you want to do is have a single point of decision. Single point of decision. When you're paying for someone to click on your ad and go to your website, a single point of decision means they're either going to pick up the phone and call, they're going to start a chat maybe, or they're going to fill out a form. That's, a, that's one thing we want them to do. What happens if we send them to our website is we open up Pandora's box. Our websites have a lot of stuff on them. They've got reviews. They've got you know different services. They've got all kinds of things going on. And a confused mind usually doesn't buy we want that from an organic perspective. We want that from an SEO perspective because it's going to draw more traffic. From a pay-per-click perspective, we want to put them in a little box and let them decide, am I going to call or am I going to, am I going to bail? So I'll pull up an example. Our landing pages are converting at about, um, like I said, like 30 to 40%. And we've split tested this into infinitum. Literally, we've split tested it left, right, and sideways. And we've had long form websites. We've had short form website uh, landing pages. We've landed on the website. We've landed on just you know basic landing pages. And we found this version, it's very simple, tends to work best. 
right? Phone number in the top right-hand corner, an incentive specific to whatever they typed in. So it'd be different for drains, it'd be different for water heaters, right? Tell them some reasons why them versus the competition. And that's it, very simple. What we're finding is that the traffic to these pages are predominantly driven through mobile. Predominantly through mobile. You know, it's, it's gone to like 60 or 70% at this point. So what I'm showing you on desktop is relevant, but much more relevant is how it looks on mobile. So when somebody gets to this site from their mobile phone, you see the phone button is kind of like popping out. We got a call here, we got a call here, we got a call there. You want to make sure just kind of take your desktop version and throw it in the trash. Because very few people are calling, like when you need a plumber, an HVAC company, a an electrician, at this point, you're not going to the desktop and powering it on and typing in the thing. You're pulling out your phone, you're running a quick search, you're taking a snap decision, and you're either clicking to calling or you're not. Give me an I agree if you believe that's the case. If you know that your customers, for the most part, are they're they're getting to the to the site from a mobile phone and they're making a snap decision. Yep. So you want to make sure you make it super easy. And so that's what we're doing with these landing pages. Taking out all of the extra stuff, like taking out all the friction, click this button to call, click this button to schedule service or tap here to call, right? And so that's why these pages convert extremely well. Now, they're not templates, right? A lot of these companies that run pay-per-click, they've done landing pages, but they're like just this clone you know, no personality, no like branding on the page at all. And I think that hurts conversion just as much. So it does need to be built for your company. So I guess the main distinction I wanna make here, so if this is the website, lots of stuff going on. It's a great website. This is actually drives a lot of great results um, organically. But if this is the website, right? We can choose to finance now. We can you know, look at all of these services. We can go read a bunch of reviews, right? Of course, it is still mobile, you know, optimized. But if that's where we're landing organic traffic, there's a massive distinction on where we land paid traffic because we need this paid traffic to be in a box and really know here's what we spent, here's how many phone calls came in. We want to maximize the number of leads from the traffic that came through that particular channel. Helpful to see a real world example of, of like a really high converting home services landing page like this? Give me a yes. In many cases, landing pages are going away. Is it still critical for plumbers? Absolutely, like I said, we, we split test this extremely closely and you know I'd be all for just landing on the page. I think our pages, our websites are much nicer than our landing pages. Like they're just more impressive, but these landing pages convert better traffic. They convert leads better. The average cost per lead is lower. Um, and of course, you don't want just one for you know everything, right? You want one for each of the different things they might they might type in. So here's a here's a plumbing example. Similar flow, right? Because we found the chassis that really works well. Phone number in the top right hand corner. You know, special incentives. Schedule now, and really built with the notion that people are going to get to this on a mobile phone. So landing pages are, are a site separate from the main website. So they could either be, it doesn't need to be a separate site. Like if you'll see here, this is just a subdomain called .budsplumbing.com. So it's still their website, it's just the pages 
specifically for pay-per-click advertising. Or if we hit their website, you know, big team, all of the other stuff that's going on that, you know, really perform well from an organic perspective. So, yes. Okay. Yep. I answered that. So, yeah, you'd want to throw it on either a subdomain or you could put it on the main domain, just not in the main navigation. You don't want them to have a navigation to go search around the site and wind up getting getting confused or getting off track. Any takeaways so far, like as you were looking at those landing pages, was there anything that stuck out to you or anything that you feel like, oh, you know what, I could go back and implement that or I like that idea or I didn't realize that. We'd just love to hear a couple takeaways as it relates to the, to the landing page optimization you know, concept here. Didn't know that landing pages would make a big difference. Okay. Cool. So I want to show an example. Christina's on. So like we've been working with Nick Skill Plumbing for, for years. And they're based in Mason, Ohio. Plumbing, amazing company, great reputation, great services. So this is the results. I was just looking at their most recent results. In pay-per-click specifically, $3,327 in paid spend, generated 165 tracked leads, that's phone calls and web forms, for an average cost per lead of $20 in pay-per-click, which is, which is really strong. And so if you do the math on this, 128 leads with an average conversion rate of about 40% would be 51 book jobs, at $500 average, be at $28,000 in revenue. It's about a seven times return on investment through pay-per-click advertising. So these numbers are a little bit, a little bit wonky, but it's somewhere between that seven and eight time return on investment. So some questions to ask your PPC provider. I really think it's important whether you're doing this in-house and you're just asking your team, whether you've got a third party that you've hired, um, some things you want to know, right? It's good to know what you can ask to see. Are we doing this right? Is there room for improvement? Do we have a problem, right? So I think the first thing you need to know is how much of your budget's going to management fees versus the actual ads spend, right? A lot of the bigger companies have gotten to this um, blanket budget situation where they'll just say, pay us five grand a month and we'll make, we'll make it rain, right? And then when you say, well, how much of that's going to you guys? How much of that's going to Facebook ads? How much of that's going to local service ads? Uh, don't worry about that, right? That's the secret sauce behind the equation. I would never be okay with that scenario, right? You need to know how much of what you're spending is actually going to the media so that you can hold that accountable, so that you can know, like, am I getting a proper utilization of my spend? Am I maximizing my ROI? I think it's it's mission critical that you know how much is actually going to spend versus to management fees. The second thing you want to know is what type of tracking is going to be put in place. Like, are they tracking phone calls? Can they tell us how much came from SEO versus pay-per-click versus other lead sources? And most importantly, is it actually conversion tracked backed to the AdWords campaign, to the Google Ads campaign. I'm surprised there's nine out of 10 companies 
don't don't go to that depth where they can see which which phone call came from which ad group or which campaign right they can do it easily in e-commerce type space right where people are actually buying stuff online but in home services where it hops out to a phone call or to a web form or to a chat they lose the ability to attribute which keyword which ad group actually generated the phone call and that puts you at a massive disadvantage so you really want to kind of know like how much uh, how deep are you going with the conversion of this stuff so you know if you don't have web and call tracking and again it puts you at a disadvantage and you absolutely at a minimum uh, this is this is the gold standard right to have conversion tracking down in into your your ads campaign but at a minimum you need to know how many came from SEO versus how many came from pay-per-click right having a bundled number there where it's just kind of cross-mingled across SEO and pay-per-click as oh you got 395 calls really doesn't give you the ability to gauge the performance of any one particular channel. You wanna know what, what KPIs they're gonna be providing for you? Like, will they be able to help you track um, you know, the most important metrics? Will you get a dashboard that helps you see what's going on that gives you useful insights? So again, the key metrics are the average cost per lead. You need to know that number. You need to know, are they gonna set up landing pages for each one of the different ad groups? Or are they just gonna be driving everything to the homepage? This you want to see, you can even ask, hey, can you send me a list of the landing pages that we've set up for this campaign, right? Shouldn't be hard for them to produce. If they don't produce any landing pages, then you know there might be an issue, right? It might be that they're just sending stuff to your website, just to your homepage, right? Which is not ideal, which is not going to lend itself to great conversion. Ask, I would also ask, are you split testing, right? Can you show me some of the split tests? Like, are you split testing the landing pages? Are you split testing the... Um, the keywords and the, and the text ads. Are you split testing that stuff? You're going to be making and taking advantage of um, ad extensions. And then what are the targets? Like you can't measure and improve what you don't, what you don't measure, right? So what, what are we shooting for? What is the average cost per lead that we should expect? And what are we looking for from an ROI perspective? What are the targets, right? If there's no targets, then you're just spending money in a vacuum. So you want to ask them what those what those targets are. Is that helpful to have this list of questions to ask your provider? Give me a yes, Josh. This is going to be great. Really appreciate you sharing this. Awesome. Good, good, good. Thank you guys. I appreciate that. Glad this is glad this is helpful. So I just want to talk a little bit about why our campaigns are a little bit different. Um, again, we do split test campaigns into strategic ad groups. We break that stuff out really, really well because we understand the plumbing, HVAC, home services world. Um, again, we manage over $4 million and spend just within plumbing and HVAC. So we've got this pretty pretty dialed in. Um, we do set up conversion optimized landing pages. I showed you a couple of examples of those. Um, we set up true conversion optimization where the calls and the web forms are tracked back to the campaign, which really helps our team make the decisions and decide which of the campaigns are going to generate the best results. Um, with us, you know exactly where your calls came from. There's no question, you know, if you got a total number of calls, how many came from organic, how many came from pay-per-click, how many came from people coming directly to your website. Um, you know which keywords actually drove uh, the calls and at what cost. Um, which again makes it possible for us to optimize for conversions, optimize for the results, get you a lower cost per click, more leads, better return on investment. Uh, we do split test and rotate our text ads on a monthly basis. 
Um, we provide you a dashboard that helps you track the most important metrics. I showed this dashboard a couple of times now, right? It's, it's very easy and there's nobody in the industry that really gives you this data. It's easy to see how many dollars you spent, how many leads you generated, what your average cost per lead is and what your projected return on investment is. And if you use Service Titan, uh, we're very familiar with the platform. We can help you set those ring two numbers up. We can help you make sure it's tracking through correctly. Now we can't take responsibility if you're not like plugging and converting and closing your jobs in service time, but we can definitely make sure it all rings in correctly so that you can get that true ROI data that we talked about. And we offer complete transparency. So there's no question with us, here's how much we made, here's what we charged, and here's how much we, we invested on your behalf with Google AdWords, with Facebook if we're doing that for you, with whatever paid media. So it's, it's not like this nebulous thing. You're going to know exactly where your money went. So again, you know, looking at an example of the, of the pay-per-click tracking dashboard, um, you can see how much was spent, 3,300, how many leads, 165, average cost per lead, 20. And this is something we provide for, for all of our clients. Um, we can see how much impression share came from a unique, how much was lost due to budget, right? This helps you know, should we spend more on, on, on our budget or are we missing searches because we're not spending enough, right? What should the budget be for next month if we really want to maximize utilization for our services in that particular service area? Um, we can see what our click-to-call ratio is, other, other cool things like that. Um, and then across the spectrum, right, if you're looking at SEO, pay-per-click, social media, the whole nine yards, you can see, all right, here's what we spent, $5,677. We got five, 561 leads, so an average of $10 per lead. And this is where our leads came from, right? 178 from organic, 166 from pay-per-click, 189 from Google Maps, 28 from, from web forms. So hopefully this was helpful. This kind of painted the picture for how you can generate better results, kind of what's possible with pay-per-click advertising. I shared some cool insights on how to structure your campaign, some things to look for, some specific things to ask your provider. Um, if you'd like some help with this, um, you know, if you'd like to talk with us about how we can help implement these ideas for you and, you know, if nothing else, just look over what you have in place, uh, type, let's talk in comments. Um, we'll schedule a time to chat with you about that and talk about how we can help you put uh, some of these strategies in place and help you maximize your lead flow uh, through internet marketing. So if you'd like a review, uh, we will look at your overall, like if you schedule a time with us, we'll do some due diligence on our end. We'll look at your current website. We'll look at your current rankings. We'll show you exactly where you rank, where there might be room for improvement. We'll do an analysis of your pay-per-click campaign and be able to show you. Either it's great, and in some cases it is, uh, or there may be some room for improvement. And if there is, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about how we can help you implement some of these ideas into your business. Um, so again, it's been an honor. I really appreciate you taking a couple minutes of your day to walk through this with me. Hopefully it was valuable. Hopefully it was insightful. Um, if you'd like to talk with us about how we can help, we'd love to talk. You can call us at 866-610-4647 uh, or you can go straight to plumrescue.net slash schedule. Go there. You can pick a time on the calendar that works for you. We'll get it booked in and it will be a no pressure you know, analysis. Like here's what you're doing well. Here's where there might be improvement and here's what it would look like if we were to work together on this. Excellent. So Rich, Rich says, great. What else? Thank you, Josh. This is really helpful. Great, clear information. Thank you, Joanna. Appreciate that. 
If there's any questions on here, let me know. I'll be glad to hang out for a little bit, answer any questions that you guys might have. If I missed somebody's question earlier up, let me know. Stephanie says, gotta go, kids are hungry. All right, you're, you're free to go, we're done. The core part of today's session is over. Um, stay safe, get some food, let me know how I can help. Um, I'm happy to hang out if there's any other questions or if there's any questions I missed, you know, put them back in. Otherwise, I'll look forward to talking with you sometime soon. See, thanks, Josh. Have a great weekend, says Roy. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Rich says he'll be in touch. Awesome. I look forward to it. Alan says, thank you for the information. Very helpful. Excellent. All right. Well, I'm not seeing any other questions, so I'm going to wrap it up here. Guys, thanks again. I will talk to you soon.